SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Before we speak, before we speak to the family of John Mweti, Mr. Victor Akhala is on the line with us. We just wanted to hear from the Kaiser Chiefs coach Atazwane. We also pay tribute uh, to the late great Dunga today. It's sad. It's sad, you know, to to lose, uh, to, to lose, you know, someone like uh, uh, you know John. I uh, played with him at Pirates. Uh, he was my senior. Uh, very humble person. Uh, was very dedicated and very disciplined. He was one of the seniors that used to call us to order. You know, those were, you know, uh, a little bit young at that time. And we had to listen to him, you know, uh, when he was talking to us, uh, trying to help us to understand or see things differently. And uh, yeah, I think the nation you know, has, has lost a, a giant and con- condolences to you know, to, to his family and, uh, and his wife in particular, because uh, I knew, you know, uh, his wife. Uh, I used to, you know, see uh, his wife uh, most of the time when we were still playing together at Pirates, so I got to know her better, though we were not that much close. So, yeah, it's sad to lose someone like him, and uh, yeah, I think uh, it's one of those things where you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, yeah, that's those are the, that's uh, Kaiser Chiefs head coach Atazwane. But let's speak to the family now. Mr. Victor Akhale joins us on the line. Good evening, sir, and thanks for being able to take our call under these circumstances. Good evening, Tavisan. Good evening to your listeners. Thank you, Mr. Akhale. How is the family holding up during this difficult period? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, they they holding up the. Uh, better than one would expect uh, under these circumstances. Uh, you know, uh, as you know, John has uh, five uh, kids, so he leaves behind five kids and uh, his wife, Mitsubishi. Uh, they are taking it, uh, you know, as you can imagine, in a, in a really uh, bad way. Uh, you know, it's tough on them, but uh, somehow they are finding strength. I think it's still early days. You know, remember he only passed on Know, in the early hours of this morning so you know perhaps time will tell as to how well they really are taking it yeah and we'll keep them in our prayers and strength to the family and how would you describe his last days or and and, and we saw in the in the statement um that he took ill eight months ago how have the past eight months been yes um you know, it's only in the last month or so that uh, we really saw a, a huge deterioration in his, uh, you know, quality of life. Um, but otherwise, in those eight, in those seven months or so, you know, he was leading a, a normal life. Um, somehow, managing to gather strength every day to, you know, do what he needed to do. So it was only really in the last month that we saw a huge deterioration. Um, in him. Um, so, yeah, we, we, some of us were not surprised at what happened, but, you know, you know, as you can imagine, you know, his wife, uh, the kids, uh, you know, even though they, they could see him deteriorate, they, 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 his death became a shock. 
And and I, I remember we, we reached out, we've reached out to him for the past two years, especially for our Flashback Friday show here on SAFM, just trying to speak to him and to honor him. And he was always saying he's never available on a Friday because he was always in church. Uh, is that what occupied most of his time over the past few years? Yes. So when he uh, retired from football, he and his wife uh, started a foundation called the Truth Foundation. And uh, at the heart of that uh, foundation was uh, using football as a platform to uh, educate kids uh, and teaching them life skills and, uh, you know, uh, essentially allowing them to be better adults. So they used uh, the Truth Foundation, which which was a religiously based uh, organization, uh, and they used that as a, as a platform to really help to uh, give uh, young kids direction in life. Yes, and was he still involved in football? Because I also remember he had told us that he was actually hel- helping some youngsters with football. Yes, so part of the Truth Foundation, what they were doing was to use uh, football itself as a, as a platform. So, uh, you know, basically getting kids to play football uh, and through football, then giving them uh, life skills. So he was involved in football in that in that way. Uh, he, he stopped being involved in professional football completely when he retired in 2001. And 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 where where was the foundation based? Where were they based? So the foundation was uh, based in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. but uh, for a few years, uh, a number of years ago, they uh, relocated to. Bila Bila in, uh, in Limpopo. Um, so they were based there for about two to three years, and then they returned to Johannesburg uh, after that. Uh, so, you know, you could say that was mainly a Johannesburg-based, uh, you know, foundation. Yes. And, and, and would you say, um, Victor, that he was content with his life after football? Yes, you know, without uh, trying to read uh, his mind uh, over the years, uh, I would say that uh, he he was content. I think he felt that he could achieve more through the foundation than any other way. Uh, So for me, if I observe uh, uh, over the years, uh, I would say that he was certainly uh, happy and and content with what he was doing. Yes, and... And as a family, how would you like John Muweti to be remembered? I would say that uh, remember the way that we know him, which is that he uh, is a very loving uh, individual. I think he, he played a big part in in, the, in his children's lives. Um, he showed them a lot of love, uh, and I'm hoping that uh, he showed a lot of love to other people, you know, his his colleagues and so on. Um, so really a loving person and uh, also a humble individual. I, I would say those are the two words I would uh, describe, loving and humble. I wanted to actually ask, how was he off the field? Because what stands out about him, obviously we know him as a footballer and as a soccer player, is that he also seemed to be a gentleman on the field, uh, John Muwete. How was he off the field? How was he at home? Yeah, I mean, the John you saw on the field is the same John that uh, we all live with uh, off the field. Um, you know, uh, very gentle, um, very kind, 
very courageous. Um, you know, he, he really was the same person that you saw on the field. That's how he was off the field. Okay, we are speaking for those who've just joined us to the Moeti family spokesperson, Mr. Victor Rakhale, as we remember the late, great, the legend, uh, John Moeti Dunga or Dungi, as they used to call him in football circles. And we've got a couple of voice notes here, um, 061-4104-107, while the family is still with us. Good evening, Tabiso. It's Ceci here. At least I'm one of the people who enjoyed seeing John Mfundisi play in his heydays. May his soul rest in peace. What I liked about him, he has never played a game with his, with his shirt out of the pants. Mm. Always had a tuck in. Very disciplined. Thank you. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. It's Tim Santis in Victoria West. I would like to send my condolences to the family of John Witty. He is a hero, he was our hero, and he played for Bafana Fana very good. And also to the family of Austrian Andres of Tolomos FC. I send out my condolences to both the families. Uh, it was Ashwin Andres was still a young player who had a, a good, a very bright future in soccer in South Africa. Condolences to the both families and the soccer fraternity at large. Thank you. Good evening, Taviso. Uh, I remember vividly. I had I have, I have fond memories of John Moore when he took me in. When the security guy was uh, uh, closing us out at the Mayfair, when Orlando Pirates was training, Dean Lonandia Figa, HOZ, a small boy from Ekasi, M Tanzania, trying to find a way, Elokshini, Ekaudini. Then uh, I was amazed by the facility at the Mayfair, and I, I wanted to watch Pirates Development Train. And then the security personnel, they wouldn't let us in. But John Moeti came in from behind and said, no, uh, it can't be because we are an aspiring coach. You come and sit with me there. He came there and sat with me there. And then after that, after a while, uh, he, he basically introduced me to one of the development officers there, which was by the name of Chosi Chapuse, and then and the rest was history. Hi there, SAFM listeners. I wish to express my condolences to the late John Moyeti's family and close friends. Tonight we remember a football legend, a South African footballer who really played phenomenally well, a man who did exceptionally great on the football pitch, but also off the pitch, he was a great humble man with a beautiful soul, with a beautiful smile, and he did absolutely everything to become a better human being to others, those who were close to him, those who worked with him, especially also with my late father, Thomas Marichache. And, you know, I, 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 I couldn't be more proud of the man that he was on and off the field. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you for those messages. I believe that's the daughter of the late Thomas Madikhaka. Is it Melanie? Uh, Melanie Madikhaka. Thanks for that voice note. And it seems like John Mwete really touched a lot of people in different ways. If you just joined us, I shared a story earlier on that in my first year of journalism at 2UT when he was finishing up at Supersport United, when all the players that refused to give me interviews, he was the first one, the only one to give a student an interview and even let me take a picture of himself, uh, John Mwete. Uh, Mr. Victor Akhale, I just hope that you, the, the family are strengthened by these messages and you'll take them across to the family just uh, just to share with them the special place that John Muwetti has in a lot of people's hearts and they will never forget him. Thank you so much and uh, those are really kind words that you've just played. Uh, we, are, we appreciate it and uh, we appreciate the time that you've given us uh, here today. Uh, just uh, one point of correction that uh, his nickname was actually Dungi. Dungi with uh, an I. With an I, uh, not to be confused with Dunga, the Brazilian uh, player. So Dungi was a name given to him uh, as, a, as a nickname by a family member. Uh, so yes, it's Dungi, uh, not to be confused with uh, Dunga. You are kidding me. Yes. We have always, always thought it came, but I was always wondering why is it Dungi, not Dunga, but we just accepted it and we thought it came from the great Brazilian a midfielder and, 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 and former coach of Brazil. So he had it before no. he went professional. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So Dungi is a name that everybody in his family called him by when he was growing up. That is unbelievable. I never knew that. And, and on yes. that note, where, where did his love for the game come from? Are you from a footballing family? No, no, he was not. Uh, I think it's something that uh, he himself just, uh, you know, was uh, attracted to. Mm. Uh, so there was no there was no footballer as such uh, in his family. So he was uh, the first uh, of, of his kind in the family. Wow. Okay, Mr. Akale, thanks for speaking to us. We're going to catch up with you later in the week. If there's any information about a memorial service and funeral arrangements, please get in touch with us so that we can share it also with our listeners. Okay, we're going to get him um, probably later in the week. Maybe it's still fresh uh, what has happened at the moment. Uh, but as soon as we hear anything about his um, uh, memorial service or his funeral s- service, we will let you know. But let's also hear from Gavin Hunt, um, who is now the Supersport United coach. And he also uh, spoke today as we continue to remember the great uh, John Moeti. The, the passing away of John, I mean, it was very sudden. I mean, I knew I mean, in the soccer fraternity and the football fraternity, we all knew him very well. Um, you know, he was a great servant to the game. I mean, you know, what he achieved in the game was also very of high standards. I mean, Nations Cups and Champions Leagues and things like that. So, you know, it's very sad, the passing, very sudden. I mean, I didn't know if there was anything happening, you know, was going on recently with John. Because, I mean, we lost touch, like, you know, what happens in football. But uh, certainly, it was a huge blow. You know, waking up to that this morning. So, um, you know, like everybody, certainly condolences to his family and his, his, his immediate family, which is the most important people that are going to be affected. But certainly, it's a great loss. Um, John was a hell of a guy, a hell of a player. So, yeah, it was very sudden and just been thrown on us this morning. So, you know, I just hope everything's uh, been taken care of. Uh, you know, after you know after his passing. So it's really sad and. Um, uh, he was a big servant of certainly super sport, you know, at the latter stage of his career. I mean, him and Tommy played together, so, you know, I knew them well. And, um, yeah, you know, this is part of life and it's really sad. So, you know, he's in our thoughts and prayers at this moment, you know, the family. 
Um, those are uh, the words of uh, Gavin Hunt now, uh, Super Sport United coach, also remembering the great Adungi. And from one Gavin to another, Gavin Lane joins us on the line. Orlando Pirates legend, Kev Champions League winner and a former teammate of uh, John Muweti. Uh, stability, good evening and thank you for being able to take our call tonight on SAFM, sir. Yeah, good evening, Tobisa, and to all uh, the, the people out there that are listening now, um, yeah, shame, the sad news of John Moetti. It's I, I heard about it about half past ten today. Jeez, I was like quite shocked. But um, yeah, um, as, as Gavin said, there, you know, things happen in life, and um, so may his soul rest in peace. Yeah, thanks for those for, for, for those words, stability. And as a former teammate of yours, what memories do you have of Dungi? Ah oh, yes, you know, only only good things, only good things. Because, um, as I said before, and to um, guys early on today, what a what a what a magic man. I mean, he was such a real gentleman off the field, and then on the field. Obviously, we all know him. He was a a nice and little gritty. He was he was a tiny little player, but he used to get stuck into everyone. So, um, yeah, off the field, always a smile on his face, always trying to help out people. On the field, obviously. You walk across that white line, and he, he he definitely wanted to win everything. Even his even his little battles in midfield against some some good quality midfield he's played against. But yeah, what a legend! I mean, there's only only good things that I can remember about John and um, touring in 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 Africa and win the Champions League when we were playing it. It's, you know, we were all we were, we were a small squad there, and we were all blim and bonded together. And obviously, John being our captain, always motivating us. And you know, just just you know. What a great guy he is, or was, I should say. One of the listeners said he always had his shirt tucked in, stability. Was that John Mowetti always? A gentleman? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was prim and proper. Hey? Even even I think when he used to come to breakfast or pre-match meals, hey, he was he always looking smart. Hey? So <laughs> that was that was, that was all dungy for you, China. But yeah, as I said, I mean, what a, what a, what a gentleman off the field and... Always, always um, happy to help out anyone if there was any yeah. problems. But on the field, um, definitely he was a soldier. I promise you, we we had good times, and and obviously he looked after us defenders because him, him and Sam Pam and a few other guys were always kicking other midfielders <laughs> to help us out. So. <laughs> and how was he as a leader? What was he a communicator? What what leadership qualities did he have? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's, he's such a quiet guy, so you, you don't expect him to be uh, like a, a big, loud leader, everything. But you'd always come across and and always have these 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 um, like words of wisdom when in, in like you know when we like we meet together and then chat before before the match or half time and things like that. And always you you would always see him in midfield, always trying to dictate to where people must go and things like that. You know, I mean, I was obviously at the back and shouting a lot more than, <laughs> but yeah, a great a great leader, John. John was, and um, I mean, just just these these. these his training efforts at, at training every single day in and day out. Um, yeah, no, definitely he Blumen, a prime example to to every Blumen soccer player. He was dedicated and, you know, obviously playing for whichever club he plays for and, and, and played for in the past. I mean he he was always one of the best there, outstanding players. So I only got good words to say for that man, eh? And from a football side of 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 of, of things, stability. What made him such a good football footballer? From afar, he seemed to like to keep it simple. Yeah, definitely, definitely. As I said, he was a small but really gritty guy. Um, he always found out. Uh, he found out these these nice little short passes, and he was creative. You know, a lot of people say, "Okay, you're guys like Doc," and 
you know, and shoes, and those guys are more like fancy on the ball, everything like this. Where John used to get the ball and thread passes through, obviously to to Helman on the one side of the mm. wing, and Brandon Stalin to the other side of the wing, Jerry Scassano front, and and John was always there, but he was always there to buy to wherever necessary. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah, a very good, very good so- uh, soccer brain, and um, yeah, he was a very intelligent soccer player. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we just. Um Speaking to Gavin Lane, Stability Unit, Paris legend, former teammate of John Muwete, as we continue to remember him. We've got a couple more voice notes. Maybe let's just play them. Yeah. Good evening, my dear brother. This is Reverend M.L. Mashalaba in Guatemala of the Baptist Church. Let me sincerely extend my condolences to the Mieti family, to all football fraternity. It's a great loss indeed. We are very much worried about this. It's shocking indeed. But hey, what can you do? You know, Unkulunkulu, Upile, Unkulunkulu, Tatile. So, Ikamalaki, Maltuisa, Sonke's cut. So, I would like to say to all football fraternity, Kwanga, Umayawa, Kunga, Pumla, Uptula, may his soul rest in peace. Thank you so much, my dear brother. This is Reverend Mashalaba in Guatemala Springs. Thank you. Tabiso Dungu was a servant of the game. I remember the guy, he was always playing, smiling, at Paris and quiet, but he was a hard man, of course. I think the guy Tabiso played his best game at Paris, but I don't think the team was, was supposed to allow him to leave. They were supposed to renew his contract because when even when he went to Supersport, it was not his wish, but he was forced out of Paris like other great players used to play for the team. But we can just say to his family, they must just allow the legend of the game. Because he was a soldier, he fought for the mighty Pakanez, and then now he's gone. It is not their loss is not theirs, it's a loss for the Paris community, Paris supporters and the football lovers across the country. Thank you. This is Tulani. Okay, Tulani, thanks for that, and thanks for that, Mfundi. See, the religious side of him, Gavin Lane, is also coming out a lot here. Was he was he also strong in his religious beliefs uh, during his time as a player? Oh, I think we've lost. It wasn't. It wasn't. So, it yeah. wasn't so much in the beginning. You know mm. what I mean? So. Um, John didn't really uh, push it onto people. Everything like this. We know. We know. Poirot was. He was quite religious. Uh, Sam Pam, obviously the Nigerians. They are. But John. John was religious, but he never ever tried to force it onto anyone. And then only later on, in after like you know, we were keeping contact with some of the other, other legends like Eugene Zwani and all mm-hmm. those. Guys. And um, one day I, I still said to him, I said, I, I think I came up to play a game in one of these curtain raiser things and medallists play each other and things. And I said, where's John? And they said, no, he's a priest now and he's he's doing all this. And I, was, I thought, oh, okay. But I know he was always religious, but he never tried to force it on to anyone and everything like that. So, um, yeah, he was he was always a humble guy. And, uh, you know, I could always see him going, doing, doing something like that. You know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, just uh, I only heard recently that he was uh, was sick in it and shame, and then just hearing about his passing was was very sad. And yeah, yeah, we just spoke to his family. Now he's been sick for eight months, but they're saying in the past month is when he deteriorated. And were, were, you, were you? Do you guys have that class of '95 WhatsApp group? Was it part of that group? 
Yeah, we he was he was part of the group. I didn't really we didn't really get too involved. It was just you know like the guys all post on on Naughty McQueeners on it, and there's a whole lot of expirants legends and everything on it. So it's quite a you you see every now and again some posts going, and obviously Eddie Matali always talking nonsense on it, and we got Opal Mabuza's on it, William Mapara. So yeah, it's really nice. You check every now and again some people, but. Yeah, I, I don't get too involved every now and again. Like Steve Lecolier's birthday was on Sunday, just wishing Chip every birthday and things like that. So yeah, it's always nice to keep in touch. I mean, uh, whenever Eddie Eddie Matali comes down to Durban, he will always give me a, a ring and maybe a meet up. And then Mark Fish is also down in Durban, so I see him every now and again. So yeah, but sometimes the other Joburg boys, we don't get. I don't get up there anymore. They don't get down here, so we don't. But we're still on that WhatsApp group. So yeah, it's, it's still quite interesting. Gee, so many years later, stability. Yeah, plenty, plenty. Eh? <laughs> Is there any game that stands out for you with John Muwete that you could remember at the top of your head or any incident? I, I, I just, I mean, there's, there's so many. I think there's so many good things that John brought to the brought to the game and everything like this. I, I just think that just the way he um, handled himself on the field. As I said, he was a was one of the smallest guys around, eh? but he he always got. He was he had that that fire in his belly and. Um, yeah, I know sometimes he did some naughty things a little bit over the tech, over the top the tackles, you know what I mean? But mm. um, yeah, not, there's not one. I just he was so he was always he was just such a solid player, and reliable player, you know what I mean? You knew each and every game that you were going to play that you were going to get the best out of John Moetti, and um, that's that's what that what just stands out for me is that every single game that he was on the field, he was he was just exceptional all the, all the time. I mean, I don't recall him ever ever having a a bad game or an off game. He was always fighting in midfield there, getting stuck in like this, even trying to jump up. I think you try to even jump up the one day also with the late um, former singer, you know what I mean? Yes. John is so tiny and Paul is so big. And, but that's what that's what John's character. So, yeah, I mean, it's... it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, he's a great... He was a great character, man. Uh, thanks for speaking to us, uh, Gavin Lane. We really oh, appreciate pleasure, the time man. you've given us on SAFM. Stay strong. The, the listeners out there. Thank, thank, thanks, thank you, sir. Keep well. That is uh, the great Gavin Lane stability unit. Um, if you didn't know, that's why I keep calling him stability because actually, Gavin is it's like stability unit is his name and surname because that's mm-hmm. what we know him as Gavin Lane because he used to stabilize that defense of Orlando Pirates, solid as a rock, as they would say. And he had those long throw wins, uh, stability unit, a specialist in, in throw wins. Also, you knew when he was there, at least the defense would be stable there. So, uh, we thank him for being able to speak to us as a former teammate and uh, of uh, John Muwete, just as we remember the great uh, Dungi. We do appreciate your voice note. Okay, we've got one more before we take a break, and we're also going to go over to just to find out more about the murder I, I like to put it like this from what we've read we'll get more clarity but the murder of 19 year old Stellenbosch FC defender Oshun Andres who was killed this past weekend but let's just play another voice note as we remember Dungi Mueti uh, Good evening Taviso uh, Patrick here from uh, from Kabeg condolences to the family man I think it's a black it's a black Monday indeed like you said and I think most said about it is the fact that I don't believe we've given him the the accolade of a great as he deserved to be given, especially as us as Bacaneers. Uh But still, having said that, a great leader uh, will all forever be one of the great that have ever kept in the black and white. Condolences to the family, my leader. Thanks.